value discipline over motivation because you don't have you cannot just hope to be motivated to do everything you have to do sometimes you just have to learn to do it welcome to honest e-commerce a podcast dedicated to cutting through the bs and finding actionable advice for online store owners i'm your host chase Clymer, and i believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game on this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, welcoming to the show, Susie Sirene. She is the co-founder of not one, but two successful businesses. The first was an e-commerce store started back in 2013. And the second was a software company launched in 2018, where she currently serves as COO in both companies. Susie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm excited to chat. We've got a lot to talk about here. So... I guess what is the the store and then what is the software company? I didn't I didn't say that. Yeah, that's a good question. So the store uh like you said is a e-commerce store we started in 2013. So we uh offer natural and homeopathic remedies for pets. And uh so we help many pet parents, but we also have like vets, homeopaths themselves come uh to us to help treat their pet with uh, our natural remedies and uh, what's great is just we don't have any uh, added chemicals and it helps customers, just uh, pet parents avoid the high cost of vet bills as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, so that's for um, that's for the e-commerce. Um, and as for the the software company, it actually was an idea that came from a need from our e-commerce uh, that we we're having as e-commerce uh, entrepreneurs, my husband and I. So um, basically, uh, when we start, when you have an e-commerce business, you do a lot of uh, a lot of your your uh, costs go into shipping, right? So, um, and we started shipping uh, products, let's say internationally, not just in the U.S. where we ship most, and even up to today, um, let's say a thirty dollar bottle, and the customer wanted the product really fast, so they were uh, willing to pay like double what they pay for the product just for shipping. And if that arrived late, then what happened? The customer just came back to us and they told us, "Okay, well, I want I want you to refund my shipping," and which made total sense. We took ownership of that, and uh, so and then that's when we realized that, okay, you can actually uh, go back to your carrier because we were looking for a solution not to lose money on our end. Um, and that's when we discovered that uh, late delivery guarantees exist and we can actually claim those back if they did not deliver on their promise. So uh, we discovered that for us, we asked for those late deliveries, we claimed those. And then we realized a lot of e-commerce owners don't know about this. So um, we just turned it into a business. So uh, that's what we do with our SaaS company. Awesome. There's a lot more to get into, uh, but let's just go back in time. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the beginning stages. Where did the idea for this uh, pet product business come from? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, I was influenced by my mother-in-law. Um, she was actually practicing uh, 15, 20 years ago homeopathy, and she made natural rem remedies from home. And I didn't really believe in it. I was not a big believer in natural products. Not, you know, we, a lot of people who haven't really been introduced to it will think it's a placebo or things like that. So I was in that camp. And, but I had been on prescription uh, drugs for many years for a skin issue. And honestly, I had no solution. I just, 
and I, I didn't know what to do else. So I, eventually when you've tried almost everything, you're willing to try anything else. <laughs> so that's what I did. I asked her, uh, would this work, you know, so just for me. So I tried that and my problems cleared up within a few months of using homeopathic remedies. So that's when I realized, okay, this stuff actually works. Um, so during that time, I also realized that there weren't better options for pets too naturally. Um, I had a dog. I would just ado adopted a dog and I, I was giving him like medication and he like had severe diarrhea from things like that. So I was like, there has to be a, a more natural uh, route. So that's when the idea of creating a line of, um, natural remedies, uh, especially for, for us Betty's customers, um, started. So we developed that. And, um, I think our, our first website was actually on WooCommerce, <laughs> which was a big flop. Um, I think the first time we, we actually launched the website, the first six months, uh, we had no sales. I think pretty much like 99.9% .9 of people would have abandoned <laughs> by then, but we'd really believe in what we had. So we migrated everything to Shopify. That's when we, uh, learned about Shopify. So we put everything on Shopify day one first sell. So that was great. I'll, I'll re always remember that for sure. Awesome. Well, I, I want to ask some more specific questions about that journey. Um, so you realize that, you know, there is an opportunity here to help your own animal. And then you, how do you validate that this, that there's a market out there to actually buy these products that other people might be interested in these products? Mm -hmm. Well, we did some, um, I would say some part of product market research in the sense that my, uh, my mother-in-law, they developed, uh, also this line of product that they were selling, um, already in France, in Canada, uh, the French part, but they were only French speaking. So that's when we had the idea of doing the same thing for just the rest of the world in English. So it was already something that was proven and true at that time. There wasn't, um, that the natural route of uh, treated of treatment was not as popular as it is today, but I guess we were just, um, a little bit, uh, we just risked it and saw the potential and yes, had seen it work already for, uh, in some markets. So we just, uh, believe that it would work, uh, in the U S especially for, uh, places like California or, uh, Florida, which it, it's a little bit more green, uh, in the mentality. So, and uh yeah so uh it worked so we're pretty happy i mean you wouldn't you'd be surprised at how many answers to that question or you we didn't actually think about it we just knew yeah. it would work <laughs> um yeah. okay so how long did it take to go from like the ideation that like all right we're gonna make this thing until you actually had like a physical product in hand that's good we like i said we were actually lucky to have already a proven uh line of product that was uh pretty much done so we're just we just retook it to resell it um and we still worked i worked with my mother-in-law to recreate uh new recipes and up to today we still uh do that and always try to discover new products that would help pets um so it didn't take me too long uh just a, a few months uh but of course when you start you know you don't know a lot of stuff you have no clue about regulations <laughs> or almost and um so we made a lot of mistakes along the way that's for sure especially when you have to deal with uh health canada the fda and all of that um so i i would say the the more work was done after launching the product which we did like really the we should have done it the whole way around but anyways we didn't know so uh here we are today and um but I would say only uh, a few months and everything was uh, online and marketed. Absolutely. Let's talk about launching the product and um, I guess the flop 
uh, of the first iteration on the website. Looking back on it, what do you think went wrong? When we were starting, we had no knowledge about e-commerce. So we had no clue about SEO, how paid ad works, um, all of that. And like our, we wanted to try SEO, uh, had no clue how to do it. We hired this guy. I think we paid 20K, put that on our credit card and hoped it worked. And it, it did not. It did not. Like, And that's the thing with SEO. Like, for example, you you'll see results only in six months. So um, so we learned it the hard way that way too, but that just brought us to learn it a little bit more ourselves. And we that brought us to develop our own recipe of uh, doing SEO, which was great in the end. We're super happy we went down that journey. And um, same thing with paid ads. You, I mean, it's a lot of trial and error. Eventually, uh, we realized we weren't going to be... We didn't want to spend too much time trying to figure it out. So we hired an agency that helped and, and so on. Absolutely. How long was uh, that journey from uh, making the investment in SEO? Was that in the first website on WooCommerce? Or was that in the second website uh, on, on the Shopify website? Yeah, I think it was on the... I, it was on the Shopify website. So, um, we had already started. Um, but sales weren't picking up as quickly as we'd like to. So, um, so it, I would say that journey took about, uh, for us to learn the recipe, it took about a year or so. Uh, we tested a few things and, uh, one of the recipes we found was just to, uh, interview experts in the, um, at the time was first, we did a, a guide to pet adoption. We interviewed experts and, uh, promised a, a link back to their website. So, and then, we made the content shareable for them to use. So uh, we did guides by interviewing experts a lot. And that was one of the recipes that really worked well for us. And then we kind of recreate that recipe in other industries like uh, dog training, uh, raw food, things like that. Yeah. Interviewing people is a fantastic way to build backlinks. I wonder what I'm doing here. <laughs> Yes. All right. So you guys have this SEO strategy and you already know it takes a while for that to work. So you're putting in the work there and then you get into paid ads. Uh, do you and do you remember what year this was? Paid ads? I think we started that pretty early on. Um, so wow. Okay. Going back. Maybe like in the, within the first year, I think we're doing paid ads. Uh, maybe 2014 or so. Was this just Google? Was Facebook even doing ads back then? I think so. I think so. I remember. Um, but f the first uh, paid ads we did was Google ads um, that I remember. And then we uh, Facebook hopped on right after. And then we tried other things like Pinterest. Awesome. And so you, you started to dabble in these. How long did it take you to really, I guess, figure out is the wrong term, but maybe like be profitable with your advertising uh, through kind of a paid acquisition strategy? Um, that's a, like, a um, an up and down journey, I think. And up till today, I mean, you can, you're always trying to get the best ROAS and, um, but I, f I feel that we tried it ourselves. We did okay, but we felt we were lacking. So, uh, then we tried the, an agency and then we switched agencies because we didn't feel our return on investment was what it was supposed to be. But again, um, when you're starting, you don't know what those benchmark are, uh, benchmark. Yeah. Are. So, um, we accepted, uh, mediocrity for a long time. And then until we understood that other people in, 
you kind of create a network of e-commerce owners and then you understand that, okay, well, here's the real benchmark you're supposed to expect in your industry in e-commerce. So, and then you can actually put a little bit more pressure and follow on your metrics with the agency. Um, so we did that. So I, I would say it, it took a, a long time. It was a really roller coaster and like it was only like until last year we really were okay with and to expect a ROAS, for example, of uh, eight on our e-commerce where before it was two, three, and we're like, okay, I guess that's the industry uh, um, norms. So yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's, you've touched on that before is uh, you didn't know what you didn't know and and maybe hired a bit before you should have in, in that sense. And I think that's a common theme with founders is like if you're going to outsource something you need to know enough about it to know what good or bad looks like because if not you're just taking someone's word exactly and unfortunately there's a lot of shady people out there mm-hmm. there are hey everybody i just wanted to take a few moments to talk about a partnership we've had at the agency for years Electric Eye and Recharge have been partners for longer than I can remember. Recharge is our go-to solution for clients when it comes to subscriptions. At Electric Eye, we know the ins and outs of Recharge. For example, we've set up replenishment subscriptions for consumables, created countless subscribe and save campaigns, and most recently, we got a client into a Recharge beta program to utilize Recharge's dynamic bundling solution for subscriptions. We've partnered with Recharge to solve subscription, loyalty, and membership for a day diverse range of clients spanning industries like food and beverage, automotive, supplements, CPG, and beauty. Not only is Recharge an incredible partner, they've been paving the way for subscription solutions longer than anyone else in the game. The product is unmatched, giving them a massive advantage against the competition. Clients often come to us because they've struggled to find agencies that truly understand how to harness the power of Recharge. We're not just familiar, we're bona fide Recharge experts. It's one of our specialties. It's a pain point we're happy to solve. As a top-tier Recharge expert, we have unparalleled access to support and resources that ensure we'll have a successful outcome. We stay appraised of all their new feature releases and compatibilities, bundling, memberships, flows, you name it, we know it. So. If subscriptions, memberships, or loyalty are on your to-do list and you're ready to have it done, just let us know. Visit electriceye.io slash recharge today to learn more about how we can tailor Recharge's robust product to your specific needs. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E dot I-O slash R-E-C-H-A-R-G-E. Let the experts at Electric Eye get it done the right way the first time. Join the ranks of our satisfied clients who partnered with us and recharged to harness recurring revenue within their business. If you don't know what that sound is, you might be listening to the wrong podcast. That is the sound of another sale on your Shopify store. That's right, folks. We finally made it. Shopify is a sponsor of today's episode of Honest E-Commerce. And I'm here today to talk about Shopify's point of sale solution. Shopify point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. 
track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. This has been a huge issue for clients of our agency in the past. You need your inventory to be synced in real time and Shopify POS does just that. Connect with customers in-store and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. You can get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success at every step along the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash honest, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash honest, H-O-N-E-S-T, to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash honest. All right. I want you to picture this. You're an e-commerce merchant juggling multiple platforms to manage your email marketing, SMS campaigns, and product reviews. It's a time-consuming and costly ordeal. But with Sendlane, those days of chaos are long gone. Sendlane brings together the power of email, SMS, and reviews all in one convenient place. So you can say goodbye to the hassle of separate tools and hello to simplified operations, increased efficiency, unified customer experience, and huge savings. And I haven't even gotten to the best part. With the all-new free Sendlane reviews, you can leverage social proof to build trust and credibility with potential customers. Let me say that again. Free product reviews. With Sendlane, you pay for email and SMS and you get reviews for free. Sendlane understands that customer feedback is essential for the success of any e-commerce business. That's why they've made it an integral part of their platform without any additional cost to you. By unifying these key components of your tech stack, Sendlane helps you save time and money all while generating more revenue. Don't let your e-commerce tech stack hold you back. Embrace the unifying force of Sendlane and take your business to new heights. Sign up today and experience the power of streamlined operations, increased efficiency, and revenue growth. Visit sendlane.com slash honest to learn more and schedule your free consultation with a Sendlane expert. That's sendlane.com slash honest. So do you remember when... Uh, just for the e-commerce store, do you remember when things started to click and you're like, all right, we're onto something here. It's, it's working. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said previously, the SEO definitely was something that clicked for us. We would see like spikes every six months of uh, in our traffic and in our revenues. We would like see double doubling of sales and traffic. So that definitely worked. Um, I would say like right, uh, the latest thing was email marketing. Uh, I, we let that be the, one of the last things we took care of for a long time. Just we, we thought, okay, a newsletter is good enough once in a while, but no, <laughs> really not. Uh, I would say like today, uh, we just had a meeting this morning with our email marketing, uh, guy and this month we, we really hit records. Uh, 47% of our revenue comes from emails now. So we're just continuously A B testing, uh, trying new things, creating new flows. And we're just like over the top with the, the, um, the results. Do you remember what it was when you started? We actually put that into place, uh, last year only and we were at 18%. Uh, our revenue came from 18% from our email marketing. So that's a huge increase. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Um, now, 
Uh, let's fast forward a little bit. And I know you talked about it in the beginning, but walk me through what was the impetus, the, you know, what was the issue that was eating at you uh, that led to launching the new SaaS business? So, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, we're in Canada and shipping costs are nothing like the US are. The costs in the US are still maybe high, but nothing compared to the Canada. We are not, we cannot compete with the US. So that's um, already here pretty sad. So we, we try to do our best to optimize and save on shipping fees as much as we can. And that's not counting the length to get a, a package from point A to point B. Um, so it, it's just eating up your profit too for everything you're putting in. And so that was one thing we, at first it was cut complaints from customers. They were coming to us and telling us, Hey, my package is late. What can you do? And then that's only when we investigate and refunded them. But then when we realized that, no, you can actually ch- take every tracking number in whatever has a ser- uh, guaranteed service and you can just track and check, okay, this one's late. You don't have to wait on a customer to complain. You can just be proactive about it and offer first that good service and to um, just claim what you're they they owe you in in the end because they did not meet their promises so and then we and then that's when we investigated more and more we realized okay there are so many more saving opportunities like uh you look you take a look at your invoices and that just uh for just an example last year we were working with a company that charged a carrier that charged uh remote area fees of $30 per package like just for no reason they consider it was remote that that's like a huge fee for if you're shipping something that's um we have fixed costs for shipping we don't we try to keep it as simple as possible for customers so that's that's a big shift like if they paid twelve dollars <laughs> that makes no sense so uh but if you don't take a look at your invoices and things like that um well what's gonna happen you're you're gonna be your bottom line's not gonna look pretty and you're gonna wonder why so um so that's why we but it takes so much time it just takes so much time and yes you can put an employee to do that even full-time if you want but eventually with time we develop a system and then we learn from some mistakes and we just you know make our system better and better so um so we just allow people to save that time i mean you have better things to do you can put that time and money into marketing or sales or so um so yeah that's definitely uh, why we're doing it. i i i use it myself and uh it's people really really appreciate it for sure so i just want to reiterate things in my words uh cuz i'm a dummy so if I if I send a package to yeah. somebody and now and this is in America as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's the worldwide thing. Okay. So I say I'm sent Susie, I'm sending you um a box of chocolates as a thank you for being a guest, right? And I pay for guaranteed today. Mm-hmm. If it shows up on day three, do I get all my money back? How does it work? Just the shipping element of it? It's uh the the shipping fees. Okay. The shipping costs you paid for the package, yes. And there are certain uh carriers like FedEx, I think they offer like if it's one minute late, you get a refund. And we've seen cases of <laughs> having package package like three minutes late and getting a refund for like a few thousand dollars on a big package. So Wow. And and so how how often are you talking with Let's just draw a line in the sand. Let's say you, a brand, they're doing over a million dollars a year. So they're mm-hmm. sending out quite a few packages. Yeah. You know, they're pretty well established. 
what is uh, the percentage of founders that you speak to that know that this is a thing? Not many. Unfortunately, not many. So that's why uh, we we're trying to make it our goal to educate. And we and it's not it's not competing with the carrier. It's not being against carriers. It's working with your carrier. Uh, they're offering a guarantee, just like us e-commerce owners. When if a product or a service that we offer our customers don't uh, don't satisfy them, then that's fine. I mean, we're we're happy to provide that guarantee. So they they understand that. So uh, it just makes them more accountable. Um, um, so yeah, that's fantastic. So. I got to ask this, uh, splitting your time between two businesses, how do you do it? That's such a great question. So I would say one word, learn to del... Well, that's delegate. That's one word. But learn to delegate, that's three. So I really learned to delegate. Uh, Was not something I was naturally born to do. I'm um, initially a micromanager for sure. Uh, I like to overlook every single thing. And that's what I used to do. But eventually you realize you cannot do that, especially if you're going to run two businesses. So um, one one thing I that really helped me delegate is hiring an uh, executive assistant just for inbox management calendar. So that's such a big game changer because we just waste so much time on email and um, you go away for a long weekend and then you're like, you have to catch up for a full day almost. So uh, just having that just uh, allowed me to have that momentum to take care of other more important things that will make a difference. And I personally ask myself on a regular basis, I try to do it maybe every month, every uh, every quarter or so, for every task that I'm currently doing right now, am I the only one to be able to do them? So for example, should I actually be answering this email right now or could my assistant do it or should I really be the one paying this bill or can someone else on my team do it so when you ask you can actually I list my tasks and I just put uh like d for delegate and m for me maybe and and then you you see you see the patterns and then you realize we always add back stuff that we don't necessarily have to do we could probably delegate and Another thing is time blocking in advance. I just like to take my calendar and I like to go with the metaphor of big rocks, pebbles, and sand. So yes. um, I'll just make sure what's the one thing I, I have to make sure I do every single day. Or So I add my big rocks in my calendar first, block that out. That way, great. Um, at, at least the companies will roll and I'm sure it'll I'll be working on what's most important. And then you can add the rest, like the pebbles, the sand. And and what's really important is I mean, it's it's nice to set up your calendar, but then if you're gonna ignore it and not <laughs> take care of it, then that's another thing. So you have to really I learned to really honor my calendar and value discipline over motivation. Cause you don't have you cannot just hope to be motivated to do everything you have to do. Sometimes you just have to learn to do it. Absolutely. Now, is that uh, that rocks, pebbles, and sand analogy? Did you get that from Traction? <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you guys um, running on EOS over there? We're running on EOS um, for yeah for both businesses. I, I'm actually I've actually implemented that this year. There's actually a, a great book that doesn't speak in those terms uh, by Back Your Time from Dan Martell that was 
I don't know if you read that book. It's excellent. I'd no. recommend it. Oh, yes, please. It, it just shows you the, it's all about time management, uh, delegating, um, uh, anyways, uh, hiring an executive assistant, all of the reasons why you should be hiring a position that, um, uh, for anyway, so it, it's a great book. It's really great book. I recommend it. So that really helped me uh, with my time management uh, this year, mostly. Absolutely, I would say that for all the listeners out there, I'm just going to assume most of you guys are don't. EOS is written in a very chunky corporate way, so you have to take from it what you can take from it to build it around your business. I know that the uh, Mike McCallowitz has a book that is also similar. I want. I think it's called Clockwork. Uh, but it helps you with delegation. And then just when you're talking about delegated, delegating, one thing I, I also like to say is like, oftentimes you can also just automate things. And then yeah. there's the other option too, which is delete. It's like, is this actually a task that needs done at all? Yeah. Um, and that's something people often overlook. It's like, you don't need to be doing that anymore. Yes, exactly. And with AI, now we don't have an excuse. <laughs> we can uh, automate so many things and it just makes our life so much easier. Awesome. And then we just we glossed over you also are a podcast host. Look, if you're listening to this podcast, they got to listen to your podcast. So talk a bit about that. <laughs> sure. So I'm really um I'm really super passionate about empowering women in business. So uh, and that's the reason why I launched my podcast in June, uh Women Powering E-commerce. I really want to uh sh- First, it's almost selfish. I love it because I'm documenting my journey as I go and as I grow as an entrepreneur. But my goal is to really share that journey, my ups, my downs with uh, as and it's for women, but it it can be for anyone really. It's just me as a woman <laughs> going through my own journey. Um, so yeah, I just I like to hear success stories. We love those stories, but sometimes we just, when we're in the trenches, we need to hear that story that for someone else, okay, it's not going maybe as well or as as what they planned. So I, I, I just try to be very open and honest, <laughs> just like this podcast about uh, and being vulnerable, transparent about my journey. And yes, sharing my successes, but being open about sharing, okay, look, I'm doing right, this right now and it's not working. So that way we feel understood, we feel supported. And uh, it's just, yeah, having, uh, uh, inviting people to hop on on my own journey. Absolutely, Susie. Now, we talked about both the businesses as well. Where, what are the dot coms? If I'm interested in mm-hmm. the homeopathic remedies for my, you know, my pet Bella's mm-hmm. outside, I'm sure she'd love something. Um, <laughs> or if you know, I'm interested in saving on shipping mishaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably a terrible way to put it. But what are these websites that the listeners should go check out? <laughs> yeah, sure. So for the the pet products, zumalka.com, and for the to help lower your shipping invoices, busterfetcher.com. Absolutely. And I'll link to both of those and Susie's podcast in the show notes. Susie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you, Chase. It was uh, such an honor. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes. You can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes that really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io slash connect. Until next time.